Alright, how's it going everybody? Welcome to Look Who's Talking. I'm Hugh, and yeah, I'm talking. <laughs> uh, welcome to our NFL podcast. We got some picks for you. They're hopefully going to put some money in your pocket. Uh, we got Weird Mike with a pick, as always. We'll say some other weird stuff. Everyone's got a weird friend. He's mine. Uh, yeah, I'm going to cover a little bit of everything. Also do some overrated, underrated, because who doesn't like a little overrated, underrated? Uh, if you haven't heard the show before... That's okay. This is our first one. Uh, but we've been doing this a long time. We've been pretty successful with picks, so it was time to share. You know what? When you're good at something, share it. Not quite good yet, but, uh, well, let's share anyway. Uh, my name's Jeff, spelled G-E-O-F-F. I don't know why there's an O in my name, but I learned about silent letters really early in life, all right? Uh, why tsunami spelled with a T? I don't. No, still. So I didn't really learn much. Just like nine years of French class in Canada, none of us speak it. Bonjour. Uh, here we go. Start you off with our picks, just in case you're one of those people that listen for three minutes. Here's three picks for your three goddamn minutes. All right? What are you doing? Just take a longer dump. <laughs> First pick of the week, uh, we got Atlanta over Detroit by three points. Uh, you should probably hop on that early. That might go up. Although Detroit coming off a Monday night win, they're looking a bit stronger than they probably are. New York didn't show up to that game. They'll be there tomorrow. Uh, either way, uh, Atlanta, until proven otherwise, they are still the kings of the, of the NFC. And yeah, don't overthink this one. They're a better team at every position. Uh, although I am a big Matt Stafford fan. Kind of reminds me of Favre that way. By the way, we don't drop the F-bomb on this show, but we're going to drop Favre instead. That's how much I like the guy. Uh, so what the Favre are we talking about? We're going Atlanta over Detroit by three. Take it. Our next pick, uh, we got Oakland over Washington again by three. Oakland's got to fly across the country, but they are, again, the better team at every position. Uh, maybe besides tight end, but that's not going to win you the game. If you're worried about the early game for a uh, West Coast team, as Weird Mike's probably going to talk to me about, uh, it's a night game. It's at 8.30. Uh, Derek Carr's a player. So is Kirk Cousins, but he just doesn't have the weapons uh, anymore. You can beat the Rams with that, but you're not going to beat Oakland. Oakland rolls. Win by over a touchdown. On the road, Monday, uh, Sunday night football. Without Michaels, get Chris Collinsworth out of there. I watch Al Michaels and Troy Aikman do every football game for life, and I'd be a happy man. You know, maybe get married or something too. That'd be good. But uh, Troy and Al, and everyone else sucks. Gruden's pretty good, and that new college guy they got on Monday Night Football, I like him too. All right, third pick. Sorry for you, three minuters. We're going long. All right, just shake it. <laughs> uh, our third pick, and I'm breaking my own rules here. But the number one rules with football is don't have rules. Okay. <laughs> Because you're going to end up breaking them. I'm breaking them my own rules. I don't like double-digit favorites ever. But I'm going to take New England to roll Houston at 13 and a half. I'm going against Deshaun Watson, a rookie quarterback. Bill Belichick's defense is going to make up for that week one blowout to a bad team. The Kansas City Chiefs. We'll get to that later. They suck. I'm tired of hearing they don't suck. Quality football team, Midwest. They suck. Okay, Alex Smith cannot throw a ball 20 yards or long unless the guy is wide open, uh, and that'll always cost you, and they'll always suck. Uh, just like 
that tooth that you're missing will always suck, okay? Alex Smith will always suck. <laughs> My buddy Mike, <laughs> in case you guys don't know, uh, <laughs> been into a pork chop or something, lamb chop, it doesn't matter, Mike, don't correct me. Uh, lost his front jib, yeah, the adult jib. Got kind of a replacement jib with like some gums attached to it. I think it's called a retainer. I don't know. Either way, uh, a flipper. Sure it is. <laughs> he went on a date with this kind of hot Aussie girl. Maybe the hottest girl he was ever with. Uh, she had enough. She had a lot of freckles. I don't know if that's a good thing, bad thing. It was, it was, she was nice. A good thing at the time. Took her to a movie. Good guy. Hangs out afterwards. Makes out with her, drops the tooth in her mouth while she's making out. She thinks it was, she thought it was a piece of gum. And he just puts it back, takes it off her tongue, puts it in his mouth, and she never talked to him again. <laughs> How you doing, Sam? Anyway, back to the picks. Uh, yeah, New England rolls 13 and a half. Uh, Tom Brady's offense got rolling last week. I'm going to stop saying rolling so much. Uh, in New Orleans. They're coming home. They're going to win at home. They're going to win like 13 games this year. There's going to be one of them. And uh, yeah, I'm taking about two touchdowns. I think Houston's going to manage to score maybe three times. Touchdown, two field goals. And yeah, New England's going to put up at least 30. Here we go. Because J.J. Watt is done, folks. He's not done, but he certainly doesn't look that good. He's diving for players. He's, something's wrong with him. I don't know what it is, but you'll see four weeks from now, people are going to be like, what's wrong with J.J. Watt? Watch game two's tape. He's not fully healthy yet. Uh, New England rolls. There's your three picks. Atlanta, Oakland, and New England. Uh, other teams I like but didn't make the list. Uh, I like Dallas on Monday Night Football against Arizona, but eh. if Carson Palmer can like remember what color to throw to, Arizona's got a tough D for Dak, and Dak got exposed a bit uh, in Denver. We kind of saw that coming. Dak threw like, you know, I don't know how many touchdowns last year, maybe 27 touchdowns last year. He's like a hockey player that scored 27 goals, but they were all rebounds and wraparounds. Like, you don't remember any of them. It's because the guys were wide open a lot of the time. Or, you know, he, he makes good reads, but he also got a lot of time. Good God, man, my Aunt Pat, if she had like 10 minutes to throw, she could, you know, she, she could hit a post route. She probably couldn't do that. I hate when people say that. That's <laughs> the way my, my Aunt Pat couldn't throw a ball to hit a house if she was in the house. Love you, Aunt Pat, but the massages at Thanksgiving are a bit weird. <laughs> Everyone's got an aunt like that, right? All right. Uh, just covering the league a little bit. Our big story of the week. Who, in the name of Drew's Breeze, is Trevor Simeon? Because about a year and a half ago, he took over the best team in football. And still, I have no idea where this guy's from, who he is, what he looks like. He, he kind of looks like the guy at McDonald's that like, is nice enough to just not remember, but to think McDonald's has good service. That's Trevor Simeon. He's the somewhat fast service at McDonald's, but you don't really know if the food's good. Uh, he threw four touchdowns last week. A couple of them were some really nice throws to Emmanuel Sanders. It was uh, Peter King was always high on Trevor Simeon. Not high enough to say he's going to be definitively the starter, but early on uh, last season, and even before the season started, 
uh, a guy I trust, obviously, Peter King, one of the one of the legends uh, from Sports Illustrated, said, "Watch out for Simeon. He's a, he's you know he's smart and he's driven." And uh, yeah, I don't even know what that means. People say that all the time. The Northwest is like two thirds of the country to you people, and when I say you people, you're not even from the Northwest. So, well, anyway, uh, <laughs> Northwestern boy could be from like North Florida. <laughs> oh, is he Northwestern? I guess so, eh? Quality private education. Yeah, I know you enough. You wouldn't say that unless you like you knew. So good for you. You know your Northwestern alumnus. Well, I got there. You go. Well, we've learned something about about Trevor Simeon. But if he can play, if this guy's, if he can play, he's got the best the best defense in football around him. You know, Seattle's good. I'll take Denver at home, or even Denver on a neutral field. Besides, like maybe Seattle in Seattle. Uh, but yeah, Akib Talib. There's no corner you want on your team in the playoffs more than him. You got Vaughn Miller, obviously. But uh, if Simeon can play, all right. Denver's back. Like, you know, two, three years ago. They were Peyton Manning, Super Bowl every year. And then, you know, last year fell off the map. But uh, if Simeon can play, watch out for Denver. If he can't, well, they, they got nothing. Because in this league, if you don't have it, I saw the movie It on the weekend. Uh... It wasn't that scary. <laughs> it is just a stupid clown. If you didn't talk so much, I, I get scared of everything. I was scared when the parents left in Home Alone. <laughs> like, what are they doing? Just, the kids just ate. Uh, and there's, there's robbers about. <laughs> Either way, uh, I get scared of everything. I thought I was going to be terrified. But we saw it, and yeah, I was fine. <laughs> It, not scary. But what you need to win in the NFL is it. And if you don't have it, you're almost a waste of time to talk about half of the season, okay? You want to talk about it? Yeah. Yeah. Because most of your teams don't have it. That's why you're kind of angry at life all the time. I'll tell you who's got it. Weird Mike on the mic. Before I make my pick, I'll tell you who's got it. KC, the Chiefs, Arrowhead. They got it this year. The big statement win, week one over New England. Make no mistake about it, them moving up in the draft to pick Patrick Mahomes. That motivated Alex Smith. These are alpha males. You may not think Alex Smith is a badass dude, but I'll tell you one thing. He's a badass dude, all right? He was probably the coolest kid at his school. Probably was with the hottest chicks, doing the best things. Alex Smith? If Alex Smith is an alpha male, all right, quinoa salad is a steak. <laughs> They're all alpha males, Hugh. All right, and he was challenged, and he's responded to the challenge this year. And crazy as it seems, I think that what happened to Eric Berry and that injury is a rally point for this team. There's a lot of young people that saw he went through a uh, serious illness. He survived. He came back from it. He comes back, leads them to their biggest win in probably half a decade on the road, opening night. And then he gets injured, and they step up and win it, and then they follow it again. Now they got a favorable schedule moving forward. They're going to push Oakland all the way. KC. 
Are you taking them this week, by the way? You, you went on that crazy-ass rant, and you didn't even make a pick. Not taking Kansas City this week. Negative. All right, good. Um, in your in, in whatever you were calling that weird butter English, uh, <laughs> you said it yourself. They for, First of all, Alex Smith knows he doesn't have it. All right? You ever seen a guy at a bar that's like that uh, has erectile dysfunction? All right? Okay? He knows he doesn't have it. That's the guy who's like down to leave at 1030 and go get a quinoa salad. Uh, but quinoa salads are pretty good, by the way. I got like, nothing against them. They, they have it. <laughs> but Alex Smith this week even said, I'm probably not going to be here this year. And correct me if I'm wrong, uh, stats lady. We don't have a stats lady. <laughs> so if I'm wrong, text me, email me. By the way, subscribe to the show. Look who's talking. Uh, you know, share it, like it. Uh, you, can, you can do anything you want to it. Treat it like you're porn if you want. All right? Look who's talking. I'm talking, and I hope you're listening. Here we go. Uh, Alex really knows he doesn't have it. He knows. He said he won't be here next year because they drafted his replacement because he doesn't have it, or else he'd have four more good years, and they wouldn't have moved up to draft a great young-looking quarterback who looks like he might have it. If Alex Smith gets to the Super Bowl, he's starting next year for KC. They lit a fire under his ass. They made the perfect move. Andy Reid knows the situation, and he pulled the trigger for the future and the present. What a move. Moving up in the draft to challenge what you know can be a great quarterback. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I'm going to be really interested in Kansas City about a year from now when they start Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and don't tell me with a gun to your head that Kansas City's going to the Super Bowl, okay? It, it doesn't matter if, all right? If Cleveland gets there, well, we got a lot to talk about, all right? Chiefs are practically there's, in the playoffs. There's, there's nine teams in this league, maybe 10, that got a chance to get there or at least get to the AFC champ the championship games. Because right now, in case you don't know, to get to my big truth of the week. Hey. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. Truth of the week. This is the Patriots' ring to lose until otherwise noted. Atlanta looks all right. Pittsburgh's got a chance. Oakland's looking good. And if Green Bay can get a team, maybe them. Everyone else, good luck, but it's the Patriots. They'll be there. They'll be there. Or uh, Barring, prove me wrong, but don't worry about the Patriots. I don't want to hear anything about anyone else winning the Super Bowl until the Patriots stop looking far and amazing. Uh, moving on, we're going to everybody's favorite segment. And when I say everybody, I mean my mom, because she was listening to me practice earlier. Overrated, underrated. Yay, Super Bowl! All right, folks, something to always remember here, okay? Something to always remember as we go into overrated, underrated. Uh... The first two games of the season are always against opponents. Sometimes those opponents suck. And sometimes those opponents are really good. It's important to remember that. It's also important to remember that some teams just don't start off that good ever. 
We're going to underrated first. First and foremost, the New England Patriots. If they are not number one on all of your lists, they are underrated. And we're going to go with that they are underrated because they're not number one on all your lists. In fact, I'm seeing a lot of Kansas City in front of them, and that's just stupid football people who shouldn't be talking. Uh, yeah, beat them in the regular season. Good on you. Miami beat New England like seven years ago, running some sort of wildcat pistol thing. Uh, they're going to lose some games. They're not going to lose those games in important times, especially not to worse teams. Pats, if they're not number one on your list, they're underrated. The New York Giants, ladies and gentlemen, the New York Giants, all right? Look, Eli Manning is not Peyton. He's, not, he's never set records in the regular season. In fact, he throws a ton of picks. What we all remember is always the Peyton at the end of the season that actually sort of figures it out, all right? He's a late starter. He's always got three games in October, November, where he looks like he's on peyote, like at home throwing picks to like Cincy, and just losing like 30 to nothing. Well, now he had that one against Detroit. Eli will be coming back. Brandon Marshall's not done. Ben McAdoo, you know, he, he's going to go to some adult theaters. He's going to let off some steam. <laughs> um, <laughs> for kids, if you ever see anyone that looks like Ben McAdoo on the street, call the police, okay? <laughs> just like if you see anyone using a payphone, all right? <laughs> That person is committing a crime. So, yeah, New York Giants underrated. Uh, there's six and a half point dogs this week to Philadelphia. Just don't know about the game. Philly's better. I, I smell a Giants upset, but it's, a, it's just a weird one. But uh, anyway, Giants are underrated. Carolina Panthers looking really good. Looking really good. If they're not one of your top five teams, you're not looking hard enough. Luke Keekley's healthy again. And he just eats run plays and short throws up. So he forces your quarterback, who especially if you're Kansas City, isn't that good, to throw over the, over the top. And, uh, yeah, good luck against Carolina with a healthy Luke Keekley. And uh, Cam Newton's also just used to playing on a winner. When his team starts rolling, just like Auburn, just like his junior college before Auburn, he, went, he, he basically didn't lose a game in his collegiate years. He's good when he's on a winning team, uh, which I'm not saying that's, a, you know, no one's perfect. You know, Eli, Eli looks like he's on ecstasy for three games a year. Uh, Cam Newton's a, a sore loser, maybe, or just you know, not a guy who's going to try hard for a team. He's just not one of those guys who comes to work every day no matter what the situation. You know, he's not, he's not Drew Brees. I don't know Drew Brees personally, but doesn't that just appear to be what he's like. I guess that's why they say perception is reality. Because no, I've never met Drew, but I just assume he's a guy who like wakes up and goes to work every day. Again, I also read a lot of Peter King. I'm assuming you guys do too. And they seem to, that's what they say about him. Cam, when they're winning, I bet I bet he's wicked to be a teammate with. When they're not, you know, they go down if they're down 0-2, you know, I don't see him saving the season necessarily. But they're they're rolling. They're two nothing, they look good. They're two oh, they look good. And now moving on to overrated, as you can guess, obviously the 2-0 Kansas City Chiefs are the most overrated team in the league. Yes, their defense looks good. Yes, their young rookie running back looks good. Record-setting first week, by the way, which is also why in your head right now he's God, okay? That was two games, a, bro a couple broken tackles from some green New England defense defenders. Uh, I mean, I don't remember the plays as well, but you can imagine, like it's week one, 
these guys aren't practicing as much as you can. You saw a lot of broken tackles in week one. A lot of like blowouts just by defense is not ready, including Belichick's. So I, if you got, if you got like, you know, however many yards you got, 400 yards or whatever, you know, 246 yards from scrimmage. If you got those all on like 10, 20, 25 yard plays, sure. But we're talking like a collection of like a 75 yarder, an 86 yarder, and you know, it's bloated reality. This, this guy's not going to run for 3,000 yards. Just, he's quick and he's real. Don't get me wrong. He looks good. But uh, you don't win necessarily uh, NFL games on the regular, especially in December, with like home runs. Unless you're Tom Brady or Randy Moss and it's just working and it should work because it's like calculus. Randy's wingspan is just enough to pretty much catch the ball over anyone. And they're fact that they're great together as i mentioned before tom has it and when you match it with a receiver of equal it you got some greatness uh yeah kansas City chiefs overrated they will not win past the second round as per usual because that's when you run into the guys that have it ben tom Derek carr's got it we haven't seen it all yet but you can just tell He's got it. He knows he's got it. Whereas Alex Smith knows he's gone. Derek Carr, if they drafted a quarterback, would literally like just go to the owner and be like, I think the general manager's high because I'm really good. I have it. Alex Smith, yeah. I get it, coach. I understand. Uh, yeah. The Seattle Seahawks. Overrated. They have a bad offense. When I say bad offense, this is like, Bad. Real bad. Uh, Marshawn left. They can't run the ball. O-line left. You know, they traded their center for a tight end they don't use. All right? Uh, I, I, I don't need a, a laundry machine in my house. I, I don't do laundry that much. I don't, I don't need one. Uh, they, don't, they, don't, they didn't need Jimmy Graham. They needed a center. That's the game. They lost it. Worst division in football, NFC West. Worst best team, worst worst team. It's just bad. You, you know what? I think I say this once every four years. You might be right, Mike. Uh, you, you ugly idiot. They are, uh, I mean, Arizona, Carson Palmer, like he's, he's thrown so many interceptions in the last year and a half of his career. Something happened. Some concussion or something Whatever his last injury was, did something. And he's just not the same. It's time to stop pretending he's the same. Those five picks against Carolina in the NFC Championship game and all of last season, he, it's, he's colorblind or something. His picks are atrocious. He reminds me of J.P. Lossman. <laughs> if you ever want to see bad interceptions, watch J.P. Lossman on like third and one throwing a minus four-yard interception. Uh, by the way, for all you Buffalo fans out there, I'll never bring up J.P. Lossman again. <laughs> I swear to Favre, I'm sorry. <laughs> what a horrible era in Bills football. In the middle of a larger, horrible era. <laughs> it's like a horrible battle in the middle of World War II. Like just, just, that's 15 years of Shakespearean losing on the Buffalo Bills. But you know what? At least it's entertaining. Yeah. Anyway. Cool stuff. Uh, but, yeah, the, the NFC West is awful. As Seattle is overrated, they, uh, 
they really shouldn't be favored over too many teams uh, with an offense like that. If you can't score against a Reuben Fosterless San Francisco, uh, you're at home. You're not good. I know. I know. You know. Jimmy got hurt in the game, uh, but they barely use him anyway. It, do it doesn't really matter. Uh, just, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna struggle on offense all year. Uh, they are because their division's so weak. They probably make the playoffs, but good luck beating. Green Bay, Atlanta, or anyone from the NFC East, or uh, Carolina, you know, with, with an offense like that. They're, just, they're not going to score points against a team that can play football. Um, yeah. So again, I was, I was mentioning earlier, uh, you, you can really, like, lower, lower the amount of teams down to about, you know, 10, 12 in the league that, like, really stand a chance. The AFC's more locked down than the NFC. The AFC... You got New England, again, yet to be dethroned in, in my mind and if not in your mind. Well, you know, you know, go watch Gilmore Girls, okay? New England plays football well. And they've just had the same coach system in place for, like, you know, so long. You got to understand when you're watching football, folks, okay, if you're looking at a coordinator, quarterback, coach, team that's been going for five years strong, six years strong, going against a a decent quarterback with a brand new coordinator and a new coach. You got checkers versus chess, and you're going to need luck and a fantastic defense you know, to win games like that, or a, a beyond-reach talent like Andrew Luck that his first season. Um, so whereas the NFC, you got Atlanta's probably the best contender, but you still just got a bunch of contenders. You got, realistically, like 10 teams that, that could – Make a a run because of the the parody. Dallas got exposed. Dak's not that good, and they're they were thirteen and three last season. That was their opportunity. That was like Ben Roethlisberger coming in his you know second year. He lost his first year in New England. Uh, New England went on to win the, the NFC Championship or the Super Bowl, but Ben Roethlisberger. They got, finally got, they got home field advantage, or they didn't get home field Either way, he won that Super Bowl early. And, uh, yeah, Dallas is, they, they're going to struggle to win 13 games again and get that home field again. And they're, they're going to struggle going into a place like Green Bay, going into a place like Atlanta. So they might have missed their opportunity in life. you got to seize the opportunities. They don't come that much. Uh you know, Zach should have married Kelly and Saved by the Bell. <laughs> you know? Like, just get it done, man. Get it done. Because at some point, it's like a photographer. My buddy, he's a photographer. He says, as soon as you see a picture, you're like, oh, that'd be a good picture. But I drive this route every day. Like, I should take it. I'll take it tomorrow. Take it right then and there. The lighting might change. Something might be different. You just might be different. Take that picture right then and there. With the girl, tell her right there and then when you feel it. But, Opportunities in life are never the same. They might feel like they happen all the time, but they don't. Far through the pick to New Orleans, tried to come back the next year, they didn't even make the playoffs. Marshawn Lynch never got the ball from the two-yard two -yard line again. It just doesn't happen again. Romo with the snap in Seattle, you know, and then they got home field uh, against the New York Giants. Uh, it, they just, the opportunities don't come again. When you're that, when you're that close, you got to take advantage of it. They were 13-3, lost home field, they're going to struggle. Plus, Dak, yeah, again, try to remember a beautiful throw that Dak made. There might be a couple, but 
Not off the top of your head. There's no script. He's got so much time back there. It's like he puts popcorn in, and at the end, he throws the ball. Um, yeah. Atlanta, I, I, I believe in Atlanta. If they believe in themselves, it's the hardest thing to get back. When they were that close, 28-3, to as we talked about, it's tough to seize those opportunities. But they, they, good on them. They look good. They look ready. And if they can stay healthy, they'll, they're going to be tough to beat, especially at home. That defense is for real. That coach has them playing like Seattle's defense. Keanu Neal's not Cam Chancellor, but he's playing the position, which makes it hard to throw downfield. Uh, and with a pass rush now, well, you know, you saw Aaron, Aaron struggle last week. So Atlanta's good. Uh, Carolina looks good. I mentioned Luke Keekley earlier. You know, Arizona, not looking too great. It's, uh, it's, it's a bit more of a crapshoot in the NFC. But uh, we'll see what happens. Don't, you know, don't give up on the Giants. And watch out for my boy, my son, Carson Wentz. Uh, if you were listening to the show last year at the Combine, uh, editor's note, there was no show going on last year at the Combine, but I was all over Carson Wentz as soon as I watched his Combine, and yes, I watched the Combine. Uh, you know what, it's Canada, you go to the dispensary, you watch the Combine. Happy spring, how are you? <laughs> uh, Carson Wentz, Philadelphia Eagles, if not this year, some year, some point, he's the real deal, he looks great, and uh, they're going to be in every game because of him. All year long. Now, you know, we, uh, we appreciate you listening. We hope you enjoyed it. But we got Mike's weird pick of the week. We thought it was going to be Kansas City because, well, he's an idiot. But uh, he's giving me this look like he's got something better. Good luck, everybody. I was under the impression I was weird, not an idiot. Live and learn, I guess. Weird pick of the week. Changing of the guard, Tennessee. Sweeps past Seattle. Statement win. Mariota on the scene. Official. Home. Can't go 0-2 at home. Lost to the Raiders. Won't lose to the Seahawks. Less than a field goal. I'll take it. Mariota bursts onto the scene. Weird pick number one. All right. You know what? I don't mind the pick. I'm wondering why you're talking in Morse code like beeps and stops. <laughs> the Russians are not listening to this podcast. But if they are, um, давай, давай. Uh, Привет. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, adios. We'll see you next week. This has been Look Who's Talking. Remember, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. That's Look Who's Talking with an HU. I'm Hugh. Uh, good luck, everybody. We love you.
Freestyle. Freestyle.